Did you? Well, probably like you know, like a lot of people like usually like it's like the podcast equivalent of a cold open. Well, it is a cold open. Yeah. You know, they'll take like some random, like probably some like this this stuff. Right. I'll probably take us talking about cold opens and make it the cold open. And then that's, we'll cut to the song. And then, that's pretty you know. good. <laughs> All right, here we are back on the Surely You're Joking Mr. Finan podcast here with local comedian Matt Bedell. Hello. Local comedian and artiste. He made the, the art for, for this pod. I did. That's him. That's, That's him. me. How are you doing today? I'm good. Comedy or art? Career. If you can only have one. Ooh. World famous in one. Oh, wow. That's good. I don't know. That's tough. I, I want to say comedy, but the internet makes it very hard to want to be like that famous in comedy because you're just going to get ripped apart in the comments and someone's always going to have something wrong with what you're saying and you're under a microscope as opposed to if I'm just like some guy in a cabin who's painting that seems kind of nice unless you put those paintings on Instagram that's true and then they get ripped anyway exactly (laughs) just got to avoid them this is derivative it is like that but they can say the same thing about comedy Oh yeah, no. I mean, either way, it's you're getting critiqued whether you like it or not, for the most part. Yeah. So, have you been doing comedy or art longer? Oh, definitely art, technically. Okay, yeah. But I mean, I never went to like I went to school for writing for film and TV, so mm-hmm. I didn't go to school for like, you know, painting or anything like that. That right. that came wicked late. Mm-hmm. We're here, Somerville, Massachusetts. We are. We're on the we're on the Somerville, Massachusetts premier science comedy podcast. Yes. With Somerville native and premier. Open my comedian and web artist, it's Matt, Matt Bedell. What well, what uh, what made you um, get into comedy? How long or how long have you been doing comedy? Well, I stopped during the pandemic, yeah. so technically, I think two years, I think something like that. But I mean, now I'm starting to definitely um, write more. I didn't write enough during the pandemic for sure, because I didn't know when it was coming back. To be mm-hmm. honest, I was like, mm. oh, I didn't write. A th- thing i didn't write a thing yeah i was very pessimistic Except and i was for like a couple stupid like tiktoks or yeah whatever. i was like i don't know like what's the point like i'd write a joke down i'm like no one's gonna hear it anyway and then yeah <laughs> throw it up on twitter and get like three likes and you're like all right that's enough yep story of my life on twitter so this is a science and comedy podcast mm-hmm you're an artist. That's light optics. That's that's, that's science. technically everything science. Do you have it's like what's optics. before we uh, before we get into some uh, some some scientific articles? Okay. Uh, what what's like your uh, do you have any strong feelings towards, towards science? science? Do you, do you have like like I don't know, reach back to like the high school memories? Do you like um, did you like it? Do you do, do you consider yourself like I liked so. I don't know. I think I like, like I'm bad at math, but I like like conceptual science, like the ideas and the concepts and the, um, like, you know, things with space, stuff like that, like black holes, that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. I always find that really interesting. I mean, this is going to sound so corny, but like the closest thing we have to magic is science. Absolutely. That's true. We were just talking. He didn't pay me to say that. That's like, that's literally what comes to (laughs) mind. We were talking about that. Um, on the the previous episode I did where I was in, interviewing my friend, we were talking about how like, oh, we were talking about like kind of the intersection of like science and philosophy and religion and kind of like oh, also wow. like how like some like 
science does like kind of feel like magic sometimes, especially something like we were talking about like magnetism. Oh yeah. Like if you were a caveman who discovered magnets, you would be like, Oh yeah. The, the only logical conclusion is that this, this is magic. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I always think of that stuff when they're first discovering things or like inventing things. Whoever sees it has to think it's magic. Absolutely. Do you ever have to do a science fair? I, I asked oh, Sean yeah. Duffy about this, and we're not sure if science fairs are real or just things in TV shows. No. I don't I think did. I ever had to do one. <laughs> Wait, you never had to do a science fair? Really? I don't think so. No, I had like, God, probably like three or four science fairs, something like that. Yeah. Like baking soda volcano. Um, Something along those lines. Not as simple as that, but definitely nothing crazy probably oh the tornado in a bottle tornado in a bottle tornado in a bottle what's that again it's literally just like it's i'm pretty sure if i remember correctly it's like taping two bottles together um and then like you put liquid in it and you swirl around like that and it creates a vortex oh, within okay. the two bottles yeah it's pretty sweet i mean it was it was relatively easy and it was uh you know fun to watch but beside that i think uh, we built a um, what's it called? A terrarium? Is that the word? The, yeah, yeah, that's the, the one where it's like, it was in bottles too. Uh, um, it was water on top, or is it grass and dirt on top? I don't know. It was like two different environments, and one of them, the water had uh, we had fish, which was cool. And this is I'm admitting this on a podcast. Me and my friend sabotaged someone else's terrarium what to win yeah like there was no win. or were there you was, just a bully it was yeah it you wasn't really not like a bull yeah i mean it wasn't like a competition we just they like were gloating about how good their terrarium was was so, it good yeah of course oh. it was great <laughs> but like me and my friend got <laughs> i guess i don't know irrationally upset by that and uh we put like, what do we put in like salt or something like no that? Rational reaction. I feel bad because I mean, it killed the fish. You, so <laughs> that collateral happened. damage. That happened. So yeah, she came in the next day and she was very upset. And uh, did you ever admit to it to her? No, nope. Did they like do an autopsy where they like, oh, somebody sabotaged these fish? We're gonna with salt. find out. No one, no one can <laughs> like, leave. Everyone did, like, like, did anyone suspect that? Did anyone suspect foul play? Um, that's a good question. I mean, there were a lot of little assholes in this class, so it's lots of cover. Yeah, there was a <laughs> lot of people, potential suspects for sure. Um, I mean, we were probably up there for choices for who would have maybe done that because we would just mess around all the time. So. There you go. Mapadel, comedian, artist. <laughs> fish killer. Fish saboteur. <laughs> fish assassin. Oh, I saw a meme. T- <laughs> this is so dumb. I saw a meme today on Twitter that was like um, uh, someone was sleeping and the, their brain was like, hey, are you sleeping? It was like, yes, now shut up. And then the brain said, the opposite of assassin is butt butt in. Oh, I've seen that. <laughs> oh, no, no, was it? Is it butt butt out? Uh, oh, you're right. Yeah, butt butt out. Yeah, Asa- yeah, yeah. Ass ass in, butt yeah, butt out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like, no, 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 no. Ass and butt. I I butchered this. It's 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 penis penis out. Oh, okay. Well, it's ass ass in, and pe- the opposite is penis e- penis out. That's even better. That is even better. <laughs> wow, I butchered that. That's even better. <laughs> All right, I'm glad I didn't know I'd get a good story, a science fair story. Yeah, no, I haven't <laughs> thought about that in a long time. But as far as like just science goes, I think. That was probably like one of my earliest memories. That was fourth grade, I think. There you go. Hopefully you're not killing the fish or the Charles with reckless abandon these days. 
Hey, segue into aquatic animals. Oh, nice. Yeah, that is actually a good um, segue. But yeah, our our first our first article today, breaking news. Um, admittedly, I picked this one because the the title sounded funny, and this is going to be perfect for oh, this will be perfect for comedy. The article itself is pretty bland. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the title of the article is "How Hungry Sea Otters Affect the Sex Lives of Seagrass," and the 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 gist of the article is that you know when there's more sea otters in a certain biome, they they grind up the grass at the bottom and of of the sea, and apparently stimulates more more seagrass growth yeah and reproduction that's pretty much <laughs> that is it the fun way of looking at that is that it's like the more sea otters dig the hornier the seagrass gets and that's what makes them reproduce is what i concluded from this article it's a very scientific conclusion yeah do you know that otters are terrible i'm pretty sure they like eat the baby otters and stuff I'm, I think I'm not positive. Don't don't um, fact check me on this. Remember, I am the comedian. There will be a science person here next time. Yeah, there you go. next week maybe a science. We'll ask yeah. the science person next week. Yeah, maybe we'll have an otter expert. Who knows? Wait, why would an otter kill their own baby? Oh, I don't know if it's their baby. I they, I think oh, others' just, babies. Yeah, I'm Ooh. pretty sure it'll like eat other babies. And uh, yeah, they sexually assault other otters and it's weird too because they're like adorable and they like they hold hands and they float down the river together and stuff and the pokemon version of the otter has like a built-in like inner tube yeah it doesn't get it doesn't get more adorable than that but apparently dolphins too oh no dolphins are fucked up dolphins dolphins are like the serial killers of the sea because not only will they kill things they will use fish as a fleshlight this video on YouTube. Dolphins have penises? Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No, there's a Sorry. video on YouTube of like a dolphin like using a fish to pleasure itself. Now, the most messed up thing about this is... You watched this video. Yes, I have. The dolphin is smiling in the video <laughs> and borderline potentially laughing. Was the fish alive? No, dead. Oh, I hope I don't so. Know. I, I hope don't, it I don't was know what dead. I was hoping for. Oh, I hope it was dead. I don't... I don't know, actually. Is it bestiality when they're both fishes? Well, actually, a dolphin's a mammal, I think. So I don't know if a dolphin. I don't think a dolphin's technically a fish. Oh, isn't, I don't. Isn't a dolphin a mammal? It's a porpoise, right? Did what's I make a, that what's up? It's a porpoise. I don't. I have no idea. Oh, I don't know either. Actually, you got to get a uh, marine biologist on here after my episode to just <laughs> decimate everything. Do I've you know said. any marine biologists? I do not. I do not. I know huh. people who were going to get into marine biology and then just didn't. That, I feel like that's like the – isn't that like the cliche like wanting to sound like interesting when people are like, oh, what do you want to be? Like I feel like a lot of, oh, I want to be a marine biologist like like when you're like in seventh grade. It's like what – do you even know what that entails? Oh, yeah, like, no. I, I just remember a lot of people saying that. Like, I had no idea. I just wanted to work with penguins at the aquarium. Oh, you aquarium. wanted to be a marine biologist? Not really. Like I knew I didn't want to be like a full-on marine biologist. I just wanted to be the guy that fed the penguins in the museum. Yeah. At the museum, at the aquarium. Do you remember the movie? Um, I feel that it's, it's like a classic, like rom com. Like, you know, everyone, everyone oh. in a rom com is either yes, like an yes, architect yes. Or, yes, yes. Or, or a uh, good, good luck, luck Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, with uh, Dane, Dane Cook. Was it Dane Cook? That's Dane, Cook, Dane Cook and Jessica, Jessica Alba, Alba. And she fed the penguins. She did. I was very jealous of Dane Cook in that movie because that's back when, God, that was what, 2006 or something like that? 
That was like peak Jeff Scalba. Yeah. I was very jealous of him at the time. I like, couldn't even watch the movie because I was mad at Dane Cook. Were you, a, were you like a Dane Cook fan back in the day? I remember thinking he was a genius when I was like... 10? Probably. Something <laughs> like that. I, st- I mean, he still has funny jokes. Mm-hmm. There are still jokes that are very funny. But I mean, it is kind of weird thinking of like... I don't know what happened. Like the longevity just wasn't there for him to remain... Um, Oh, no, shooting lasers out of your cock is he has a groundbreaking joke about, he has stuff. He a joke about that? I'm, yeah, I'm pretty, that's the thing I remember about Dane Cook. That's the joke. I remember oh, people I like remember. quoting it on the playground. Oh, no, I remember the one that, um, what was it? He actually copied someone or was accused of copying it from someone with the ice cream cone. Oh, well, I, do, I remember him. I think he got in a, didn't he get a lot of like plagiarism accusations? I think so. I think, yeah. I think we just answered the question of what happened. I yeah, think that might like, have still, been. He still pops up from time to time, though. He I does. Think, like, oh, I saw him recently. He looks very strange. Yeah. He got a lot of work done and his face is odd. Especially in like the, like the, like the content age, like, like people just want guests for everything. So it's like, oh, I feel yeah. like, 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 you know, C-list celebrities have like a whole new like line of work oh, now, yeah. just going on random podcasts. Yeah, well, especially because get, I don't know if they get paid, but I'm sure they get a to some decent amount of money depending on what the podcast is. Like if they do like Rogan or something, they're probably getting a pretty yeah, good chunk of money. But I mean, all those people too. When you think about it, a lot of the C-list celebrities now were like A-list at one time potentially, which means they at least have good stories. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like Stevo, if nothing else, has been Stevo has probably stories. insane stories. And I mean, I don't know what I really call him, like letter-wise celebrity, but I don't say I wouldn't say he's an A right now. Mm-hmm. But like, if he's on a podcast, it's always pretty interesting. He's a terrible laugh, but he's very interesting to listen to. Um, but do you think like is it is it an insult to be called like a C D list celebrity or you kind of like hey you know I've thought I'm about that. Like, it's like a, it has a little bit of bite, but it's still like well you're still acknowledging they're some form of celebrity, right? I don't know. I think I would rather not be considered a celebrity than be called like a C-list celebrity. Because if I'm just not a celebrity, I don't have any expectations. No one thinks anything of me. C-list, people are kind of expecting you to be like shitty. Yeah. Or like not entertaining or like from some kind of trashy TV show or you know what I mean? Like a real Housewives kind of thing. Yeah, just something like VH1-ish or like. Um, like flavor of love, that type of thing. I don't know. Yeah, did you ever watch any of the, like I I um some gaping holes in my pop culture knowledge, but I I, I never was super into like the VH1 MTV stuff. Oh, like I I, loved ne- it. I never saw Jersey. I've never seen an episode of Jersey Shore. How did you avoid it? I don't remember. I just I remember it came out when I was a freshman in high school, and I remember everyone like being obsessed with it, and I just I don't know. I never bothered. Wow. I mean, I feel like it was on everything, but. Like, I mean, I know all. I mean, I know Snooky and Jay. Wow, you know the lore, like, know the Jersey Shore lore. Uh, vaguely, I know. Like, there's okay. the. Is it the note? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, that's, G- a, that's a huge. That I remember. A huge, like, oh, I know okay. all the references, but I don't. You I do. never saw an episode. You do. I mean, it is entertaining. That's the whole thing with um, it's like reality crash, TV. Right? I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. They usually and also they kind of set it up to be a car crash, which I always found interesting. Was like when I reached a certain age and I learned that, you know. It's reality TV for the most part, but producers are like actively adding things and like instigating and stuff like that. Like at um, there's one season of the real world where this girl was an alcoholic 
And the producers knew that. Quick cut, and this is the second episode of my podcast where the real world's been mentioned. Really? That's cool. It's the weird, when I was with, when I had Sean Duffy on, there's the first season of the ah, real world had a guy named Sean Duffy. A man of taste. And he's now like a politician out in the Midwest somewhere. That is incredible. But yeah, this girl was an alcoholic, and the producers would entice her with alcohol to try to get her to, you know, do something TV worthy. Pretty predatory. Uh, Yeah. Speaking of predatory... Oh um, I I was gonna go speaking of predatory, and then I was gonna talk about that show, but I forgot the name of it for a second. Um, to catch a predator. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that show. That show was it. It shouldn't have been funny, but it was very funny. Another one I've never seen an episode of. You've never seen I, to catch I, I a predator. Know, I was bad. At, I, oh. I I had trouble. I my reality TV stuff. I liked the um. I liked the competitions. Oh, like I like loved, uh, I really liked American Survivor? Idol. Uh, Okay, I'm, I'm American Idol. I love, that's what you meant I by competition. American Idol. Oh, that's what you meant by How's that not a competition? It is, but it's just not. I I don't know why my my brain went to Survivor or like, I don't know. I can't but, believe that Survivor is still on. I know they're on like the freaking like thirty something season. Yeah, I can't even imagine that guy. Uh, oh my god, what's his name? Mark, Jeff Brost, Mark, Mark Burnett, or something like that. Mark Burnett. I think like he's like one of the producers. Whatever. Uh, he must be Burnett. Just, Mark Burnett. Yeah, I don't know. He must be rolling in money oh i'm sure yeah to have 30 seasons or whatever the fuck i can't imagine how they even keep that show fresh i mean luckily the world's pretty big so they can keep going to different places vaguely different tropical locations yeah i mean i always think it's funny that on those survivor things people like you have them struggling to survive and then if you go like i don't know like a few hours to another town like people would live there like that's their just that's their life oh yeah (laughs) and it's also like how much like so I, I haven't watched Survivor, but I mean I understand the premise. How how much do you, like do you think they're actually in any danger? Like they can't like like they let them struggle, but like no. I don't think Survivor they were in that big of danger. Um, naked and afraid. I think they are in a lot of danger. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wait, you've never seen that either. You've watched a lot of reality oh, TV, man. Oh my god, how do you not watch Naked and Afraid? I watched American Idol. Naked and Afraid. It really does sound like. Someone who watched Survivor was like, okay, this is tough, but what if they were naked and we're not even giving them that much money? I think the grand prize for uh, Naked and Afraid is like 150000 or something like that. What's the winner for Survivor? I thought it was a million. Is it really? Yeah. I thought it was a million. But um, Naked and Afraid's way worse. Especially oh my like Survivor, God. they're basically just going on vacation. Yeah. I mean, they're always in like a tri- like they never put them in the like the Arctic tundra. No, it's always like a vacation destination. Well, yeah, it's usually tropical. I'm pretty it's like sure. A vacation destination, but you have to get your own food. Like, yeah, no, and then they play games and stuff, and they can also win prizes while they play games. There was one funny. There was a oh my god, what was the first season or something like that? Survivor. Like, yeah, they, there was a challenge where the 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 sponsor was Mountain Dew. So they've been in the like desert or whatever for so long and they're trying to win this challenge to win like dinner and it wasn't like nutritious by any stretch and then Mountain Dew and they had to pretend that they were like, so, I mean, you're in the desert, so you're going to drink anything for the most part. But like that was so funny to me that they could they didn't earn like water. They earned Mountain Dew, which is just going to make them more thirsty. Yeah. And I mean, they're not like. Not to be a fucking nerd, but like their their teeth 
they can't really brush their teeth that well. <laughs> That's your concern? Yeah. No, I mean, it's a fair point. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. You reach a certain age where you're like, Mountain Dew, listen, I stand by. I think Mountain Dew is delicious. But oh, I can't remember the last time I, I had Mountain Dew. It's so good. I drank it a lot in high school. It's so good. It's like, okay, I know it's bad, and I try not to drink it all the time, which I don't. But once in a while, yeah, I'll indulge in some Code Red or, like, regular or live wire. Do you remember growing up, everyone used to say, maybe it's true, but it sounds like one of those things that, like. Is it the sperm thing? Yeah, with the mountain code, code Red lowers your sperm count. Code, oh, they said specifically Code I Red. I always heard specifically Code Red. Code Red lowers your sperm. That's why it's called Code Red. I mean, <laughs> I... I don't know. I when I heard about that, it's just kind of like I have God. I don't, I don't want to get this wrong. I have billions. Is it billions or millions of sperm? Yeah, I don't know. Hey, I let's Google it. I'll Google it. I think it's billions. It's not billion. Well, it's it's pretty close though. What are you talking? That's oh wait that's in one ejaculation. Oh my God. Yeah. So I was okay. I was close. I was close. Um. Total sperm count in ejaculate, 39 to 928 million. That's so I was close. almost a billion I per. was close. So what I'm saying is, yeah, I could drink some Mountain Dew and kill a few off and be fine. Because I don't think Mountain Dew is like going in oh. and assassinating millions of sperm. But I don't know if it's going after the sperm itself or the source. What's the source? What does that know. mean? Like the... the I don't know. What, what does the Here, source you know, mean? I'm just going to Google right now. Mean? I'm going to Google right now. Sperm count Mountain Dew. If you're having unprotected sex and unable to conceive, you might point the finger at Mountain Dew. I mean, you might. You might. That, okay. Especially Drinking. if this is your beverage of choice. Whose beverage of choice is Mountain Dew? Okay, whoever's beverage of choice is Mountain Dew, they're, they're, not, they're not worrying about, yeah. They're not having to worry about fucking too much. <laughs> But the rumors surrounding the drinks effect on sperm is a myth. Yeah, I yeah, of course. It is true that some researchers have found a connection between consuming high doses of caffeine and a change in sperm quality. A male who drinks one 12 ounce cup of coffee every day may experience higher sperm motility, motility. Oh. which is sperm's ability to move. Motility, however, slows down when a male consumes too much caffeine, typically after four cups of coffee a day. Ah, oh, so there's a sweet spot. I mean, Four cups of coffee a day is a little much. No, no. Four cups of coffee is when it slows down. Oh. It, it, I mean, I guess we're assuming yeah, higher motility is a good thing. Yeah. It doesn't really I think say. you want them to swim. You don't want. <laughs> right. Yeah. You don't want like floating sperm. There you go. So, okay. A 12 ounce can of Mountain Dew. It's absolutely this science. Is science. A twelve ounce can of a twelve ounce can of Mountain Dew contains fifty four milligrams of caffeine, which is more than other sodas. Coke has okay, blah 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 blah. So it's understandable why you may think caffeine in the drink has the ability to lower or kill sperm. But given how a cup of coffee is about two hundred seventeen milligrams of caffeine per twelve ounces, and you'd have to drink four cups to get to the point. You probably you would have to drink drinking. about eleven twelve ounce counts of Mountain Dew to have a similar effect. All right, well, you're probably not drinking this much of the no, beverage. Oh God. Mountain Dew used to uh, get passed around on the, the 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 marching band bus when I was in high school. That's there's so much wrong with that <laughs> sentence. I hated every bring in a of ton it. of Mountain Dew and I hated every part of it. It got passed around. Well, that was yeah, weird choice of words. But I yeah. was, people would bring like you know like twenty four packs of Mountain Dew and like you made it sound like you had a, a giant bottle. Oh of Mountain no, Dew. no 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 and no! People no. were cans. people were passing it around taking swigs. So, yeah, we have a second article here as well, one near and dear to Matt's heart. 
And um, actually, coincidentally, we didn't we weren't talking about this article, but this same concept came up very briefly in passing when I was talking to Sean a couple couple episodes ago. Um, but yeah, the bees are dying. We weren't really sure, Sean and I, the implications of that and how true it is or whatnot. I don't know because Matt has a Matt has a joke that briefly mentions the death of the bee, so maybe he's maybe he's more versed in 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 uh, bee science. <laughs> Bee science. No, I'm not. Beekeeping. I'm not, I am not, uh, there not was a, a beekeeping beekeeper. club in my college. They had a beekeeping club. Uh, I never did it, but. Well, you went to BU, right? Yep. And they'd be <laughs> you. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, no, I didn't really know much about it. I would just see a lot of articles pop up where it was like the bees are dying and, and everything's depressing. And then. And then I saw like another article where it's like millennials are having less sex than any other generation. I was like, I'm sure these two are linked. And then <laughs> well, came up with a joke. There you go. But um, but yeah, no, I read, I did find. Thank you. I did find that article interesting because it's literally like there are people who it's like, oh, what do you do for a living? It's like I count bees one by one, one by one. And I found it interesting that they mark the bees. Mm-hmm. How small is are their pens? Or yeah, yeah. How small is the marker? The bees are tiny. Also, I love that. Um, Bumblebee is called Bombus. That's very fun. Oh, I missed that. That's Bombus. in the article. Bombus. Bombus. Yep, I like that. It's a very fun. It sounds like pompous. Term. Yeah, I mean, I just there think are the most pompous bees. So. It, it's kind of like um, I think Patton Oswalt has a joke about like uh, when you get b word fat, where like every time you say a word with a b, you sound super fat. And I think Bombus is one of those things. <laughs> you sound fat saying the. Yeah, word. he was like, I bought the bracelet. It <laughs> like yeah, it, it does. It's, uh, it's no, not wrong. Like, yeah. It's not wrong. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, no, Bombus. It's like one of those words. But yeah, so like you said, it's an article about this guy that counts them one by one. And actually, the the first line of the article does refer to the decline of bee populations as a looming crisis. So confirmed, this is this is, is this new. This is New is York Times new? a few weeks ago. Oof. You know, it's weird because we yeah. I mean, like it's kind of like the butt of jokes. Uh, but you do like there was, I mean, this in in a generation. I don't know. I don't know what time scales we're talking about, but like. You know how, like, when we were kids, like, a lot of people, like, just, like, mocked climate change, global warming. Oh, yeah, Now it's, like, I mean, it's freaking. It's happening. It's it's happening. It's happening. There was a a bomb cyclone in L.A. yesterday, which, you know, hit the northeast a few years ago. Um, Mm -hmm. Whatever. I mean, bomb cyclone, which means a big storm. But, yeah, so, like, you do wonder, like, you know, we're kind of. It's just a looming crisis that we make jokes about right now, but Until like, well, we're like we're like actually there's actually like mass starvation because the bees yeah, are gone. Uh, like, what do you, may, I mean, I don't know what the solution. Like, they're making maybe I, they make like artificial pollinators. No, like, oh or yeah, can the drone can drone little drones yes. go around pollinating? So I think that's what they're actually doing. If I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure they're trying to create robot bees. I mean, I believe Which it. Sounds cool. It does. Sounds it, pretty cool. It's it's kind of dystopian though. Oh yeah, no, it, it sounds very dystopian. Especially the fact they're gonna like use them probably I mean people are gonna use they're them probably to spy gonna, and, and shit. And they're probably gonna be privatized. Oh yeah, Nestle yeah, loves it. Like own if, if you're not on like an Amazon Prime subscriber, you don't get to you don't have access to food that's pollinated by you know the Amazon drone. Yeah, bees. no, it, it sounds like a Pixar movie. Like about an android oh, like bee. Or one of oh my like... god! It's like a Pixar movie meets Blade Runner, where the android bee doesn't know it's an android. There you go. And it wonders why it can't pollinate anything like the same way other bees can. No one take this idea. Um, but I don't know. I um, not to be too hacky, but I did notice. I think these researchers are from Rutgers, but there's a couple like 
Guy said, the researcher said, bees are small and identification is just wicked hard. I saw that. So I don't know. I saw that guy said wicked hard. <laughs> I said wicked earlier, though, so I can't really mock him. Um, oh, I'm not mocking him either. I was just like, hey. No, it's funny. There you go. Yeah. One of us. <clears throat> Wait, where's Rutgers? Um, is it New York? Rutgers is no, State University of New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. That was close. Yeah, and, there's, and also a little more niche Boston reference here. The special kind of bee, the rare bee, the An- Andrina Parnas- Parnassiae. Oh, I saw that. Um, that was cool. It's only found in fens. Little known fact, a fens is a, a type of swamp. Oh. And, uh, Ooh, swamp bee? So swamp, you have two, like, you have acidic swamps are called bogs and alkaline swamps are called fens. Interesting. So the whole area by Fenway Park used to be a fen, and that's why the neighborhood's called the Fenway. That makes... A lot of sense. And you worked at Fenway. Is that why I you did. know that? That's why I know <laughs> I that. I had a feeling. <laughs> I had a feeling. Yeah, because back in the day, like um, before like corporate sponsors and all that, parks, you know, ballparks were just named after the neighborhood they were in. What? Really? Yeah, oh, because, it was called oh, Fenway okay, Park. It was yeah, the Fenway exactly. Neighborhoods Ballpark. Oh, I thought about one and I was like, okay, no, that's a sponsor. All right, that makes sense. What, the guaranteed rate field? The Is that a thing now? That's what the Chicago White Sox were called forever, but they changed names every few years. I don't know if it's still that. They're also U.S. Cellular Field at one point. That's terrible. That's just no fun. Yeah, that's not fun. At least, like, if you're going to have a corporate sponsor, like, I mean, I feel like the Patriots have Gillette Stadium, which is technically a corporate sponsor, but it's still, like, a cool-sounding. Gillette sounds cool. It's it's short. It's, it's, you know, it's not, like, like guaranteed rate field is stupid or, like, stuff that is so blatantly, like like, a brand. Yeah. But what was the one you thought of? Wrigley. Wrigley. I um I don't know it's gum Wrigley right? is I don't know if it's actually the gum company though I oh. think it might just be a, I don't know I don't I, I shouldn't say that I don't know I think it might be a coincidence like I think it might be a family name well I'm pretty sure the whole theme of this podcast has been saying things that I'm not completely sure about I'm like oh yeah 50, 50 I mean on. is it a podcast if you're not talking out of your ass it's true that's why it's it's not a science podcast it's a science comedy podcast if Let's I'm see. if I know what I'm saying I'll specify but if I don't just talking on my ass, and hopefully people will find it funny. There you go. Um, Wrigley Field namesake, named after William Wrigley Jr. Yeah, so it is named after the Wrigley family. However, could that be the same family? <laughs> Chewing gum magnet, William Wrigley there Jr. You go. All right, so it's both. Chewing gum magnet. We're both right. If you could be a magnet of any industry, what would you be? Oof. Probably neodyninium. What is that? It's an element that's a really strong magnet. Who is the magnet of that? Oh, I hate you. <laughs> I God, that's. I don't even know if I said it right. Ah, uh, but like, you know what I mean? Like a business. I don't know. Chewing gum is an interesting choice. I mean, it's hard not to say just like some kind of tech for the riches, but could you know something like? What about you? <laughs> okay. This might sound stupid, but I thought I. I can already tell you have a more interesting and creative answer the than me. Family, well, the family who made, okay, the family who invented ice trays. Okay. Do you think they're still like, just rolling in money? I don't know. It's I don't. Uh, patents are weird, right? I I. Because like I don't think the. You know, it's like that line from Social Network. You know the Social Network movie? I never watched it. You I never like saw that's the one You thing. never saw the Social Network. That's the one thing you've seen. No, he's, he's a, he's, there's a line where he's like getting accused of stealing Facebook because he made a similar product or whatever. And he's like, does everyone that's ever made a chair owe money to the first guy who made a chair? That's his quote? That's, that's, the, the, that's quote? the quote? That's the that's quote. That's so shitty. 
That's so so. <laughs> I don't know. So I don't know if Mark stupid. Zuckerberg actually said that, that's but so stupid. So I don't. I don't know. Like ice trays. I honestly don't know. But it's one of those things that I feel like no one thinks about. It's just it's been in my house since I was a kid. Yeah. If I, I got I, a sick ice tray in my freezer right now. It's Han Solo and Carbonite ice cubes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I would ask where you got it from, but we're not giving free plugs. Well, I think I got it on actually. I think I got it for Christmas. Oh. It's probably from like thinkgeek.com. I'll bleep that that's out. That's what it. Yeah, that's what I think it was. That, yeah, that's what all that stuff comes from. They do a fun stuff. So you'd want to be. You'd want to come from ice tray money. Potentially, if there is money in it, I don't know. No. It just sounds like one of those things people wouldn't expect. Let's see who invented the ice tray. And how much Yo, I is technically, this guy worth? I don't actually come out. from it because it's by marriage. It's like my aunt's, my aunt, or no, my dad's aunt married into. So this has no effect on me. Yeah, it's my dad's aunt married into the family that, um, like the Otis, fa- like you know when you go into an elevator, it always says Otis. Have you ever noticed that? No, I didn't know that. So go into an elevator and look at the 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 placard. It always there's a little thing that says Otis. It's the family that like made the Builds like elevators made the ele- like old old elevators forever. Oh, that's money. Um, yeah, like my cousin's middle name is Otis. O T I S. That's got to be money. Yeah. Who invented the ice tray? Guy L. Tinkum, a household product executive, invented the first flexible stainless steel all metal ice cube tray in 1933. Now I'm curious. What do we type in to see if he's still if like the family is rich? Tinkum? Tinkum net worth? Guy L Tinkum net worth. Uh, Not even Google knows. Guy L Tinkum family. I don't know. I'm getting the ancestry.com results. It's not other from related to. Hold on. Does he have a does he have a Wikipedia article? Guy L Tinkum household. No, he doesn't. Let's follow the source. Before the refrigerator, how we used to get ice. Oh, oh it's boy. an ebook. Oh, we're not doing that. All right. <laughs> it's the end of that line. Yeah, I don't know. I think the mystery of the ice tray just grows, I guess. Um, it seems like there'd be money there, though. Well, on that note, I have one thing hi- One thing left highlighted in this article. It says the economic value of bees is estimated to be tens, if not hundreds of billions of dollars. I we could mean... just be bee magnets. Ooh. Hey, I mean, hey. No wonder. I mean, the Amazon drones are probably they're probably going to turn a bunch of them into pollinators. Yeah, there's that much money in bees, and the bees are dying. Don't tell Bezos. That's a business opportunity. Don't tell Bezos. About hey, his the name bees. sounds like bees. Bees. You know, he's actually everyone. Jeff I, Bezos. He pronounces it Bezos. Everyone Does says Bezos, but yeah, it's like I don't. It's like one of those things. Like I think people just give up. Like Bezos. I've read in, in interviews. Um, or Ariana read Grande. in interviews. I heard thing? in yeah. Yeah. Have we talked about this? Grandy. Yeah, no, her family just, says Grandy. That is weird, though, that it got to the point where she was like, yeah, fine. Everyone can just call me the wrong name. That's fine. What the hell just happened? Are we still recording? Your power limit? Holy shit, we're still... <laughs> My power just went out and came back on. Wow. Fun. Thank God the recording didn't stop. Oh my God. And 45 minutes gone. My phone in theory is still recording because Holy it's not plugged shit. into anything. That was weird. That was weird. What just happened? <laughs> That's the first time I've ever lost power in here. Oh, really? That would be a funny video. That would be a pretty <laughs> funny video. That's where it just ends. Yeah, right. <laughs> anything else on bees? Um, The bee movie was weird. You ever see that? Oh, yeah. The cartoon. The Jerry Seinfeld one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's weird. The fact that, like, they tried to do, like, a love interest thing between the bee and a 
own a human adult woman yeah it's very strange. that was super weird it's very strange and um they sued sting that was like the big climax do you remember that what no yeah they the the bees sting? sued sting for using their likeness and not compensating them and they won in court that's part of the movie yeah wait really uh-huh. i've never actually watched the full movie oh yeah watch that movie in uh in um <laughs> Like, like sixth grade, we watched it in Spanish class. That's insane to me. There was a court case against Sting in that movie. Did wow. you ever watch? Did you ever take like Spanish or French or anything? I took Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys? Did you like ever have a teacher who like uh, like we we watched B movie in Spanish class, and I'm pretty sure like like when the teacher didn't want to teach, right? They just show a movie and like put it in Spanish. But if we begged enough, they'd play it in English with Spanish subtitles. And then we'd all just ignore the subtitles and watch the movie. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> That's clever. No, I I don't think we ever did that actually. But in my Spanish class, people would throw things out the window when the teacher wasn't looking, and whoever could throw the biggest object without getting caught won. So people would throw like it would start with like a pencil, and then it would be like a stapler, and then like a book, and it would like just get like progressively larger, more absurd some objects to throw out a window. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Killing Fisher's throwing. Wait, wait. So, wait, wait. What's the biggest thing you threw out the window? Um, biggest thing. Like, what did? Like, what if you hit somebody? It didn't. It was there was um. It was like a field behind that um that side of the building. No one was walking underneath. Did you it. go to the Somerville High that's like being yeah. demoed right now? Yeah. Oh no. Now it's like it's not even just demo. Now it's like a. It looks like a college campus now. It's crazy. The new high school is beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, well, it, yeah, but you looks, can still see. I assume insane. what's what's the old the one old, is partially yeah, yeah. still up, but like the yeah. whole back is knocked off. Yeah. No, I went there when it was like pretty shitty for the most part. But yeah, no, I think the biggest thing I threw out the window was probably you grew up in gritty Somerville. Gritty. Oh yeah. Uh, math book probably. Because they Did were you huge. go get it later? They were pretty huge. No, it wasn't mine. It wasn't. <laughs> Did you take some kids? Was it the same kids whose fish you killed? No, 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 no. No, that was in elementary school. This was high school. And she went, she moved um, after a certain amount of time. I forget when. She moved after. You drove her out of town with the fish. Yeah, I killed her fish and it made her move. Um, No, the math book was just there for a while. I'm like, no one's going to use this. And then throw out the window. Yeah, we did that. It's probably still there. We did that and we played the penis game in that class. Oh, we played the penis game. That class was just the Wild West, essentially. There was no real rules. Um, yeah, the teacher like would barely pay attention. And then like you would just try to get people in trouble by like making noise and saying it was them. <laughs> uh, it's the like the classic, thing. the just what like just like shithead kids think is hilarious. Yeah, the, the, absolutely. Just saying penis louder and louder and louder. Oh, yeah. It was, I mean, I stand by it that if you are in an area where everyone's like supposed to be like really serious and people are playing the penis game, it's very hard not to laugh at that. Yeah. It's very hard not to laugh at that. Do you want to plug your socials? Mm. Sure. Um, Instagram, Bedell was already taken because it was. And um, I do custom sneakers. Uh, my page for that is yeah, sneakers, sneakers by Bedell. What else? Uh, the Bedell is my Twitter. Those are the places you can find me if you want to get some sneakers done or just follow me. I post stupid 
stories, memes, jokes, all that stuff. All right. Um, and any shows coming up? You're actually running a show now. I am. I'm running a show in Milford, New Hampshire. Shout um, out. Warp Speed Comedy at my friend's store, uh, Unitary. I'll be posting ads for that pretty soon. Tickets will be on sale for that relatively soon, too. Just finalizing the poster and the lineup. That's about it for me. All right. Thanks so much for coming on the pod. Thank you. Thank you.